Welcome to the Sober Sessions Podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, also known as the Sobriety Queen, coach, author, and impact speaker. On this podcast, we interview kings and queens around the globe so that you can see that your life is also purposeful. My desire is to make sure that you are well-educated, encouraged, and transformed. Be sure to stay connected every Thursday as we drop a new episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Connie S. McMillan underscore. And lastly, don't forget to share, like, and tell a friend. We look forward to connecting with you. And if you need any additional resources, make sure you check out our website, ConnieSMcMillan.com. I love you. Let's jump into this episode. Welcome back to the Sober Sessions podcast where I am your host, none other than Connie McMillan, also known as the Sobriety Queen. If you are joining me for the very first time, I want to say thank you and welcome. On this episode, we are going to be sharing, as in every episode, we deep dive and we get into the truth. We get you through those uncomfortable places, and I say we, but it's really me, get you outside of your comfortability and help you to understand and operate and being comfortable while uncomfortable, right? If you know anything about me, you know that I'm super transparent. You know that my life has not always been a bed of roses. I have been divorced. I have tried to commit suicide. I have been sexually assaulted. I have struggled with low self-esteem. But what I want you to know is that everything that happens to you or has happened to you, you'll understand it backwards. And that's what this episode is all about, understanding things backwards. If you stay the course long enough, if you don't give up, if you don't throw in the towel, if you don't make excuses, you're going to understand why your life had to go the route that it went. You'll understand that God is faithful, that he takes those things that are rough, those patches. He takes those things, those experiences, and he helps you to understand why you had to go through them. Now listen, as I said, I've gone through some experiences and they would they didn't always feel good. And yes, in the moment I didn't understand it. Yes, in the moment I cried, I had a pity party. Listen, if I can be totally transparent as I always do. I did not understand when I had to move to, or when I chose to move to New Jersey. I knew that I had to get out from the situation that I was in. I had, you know, divorced my ex-husband. I moved back in with my mom and, you know, two women can't really live together. That's just the fact. I mean, that's my experience. That's my truth. And, you know, especially when you've been out on your own for so long. So I knew that that was a temporary environment that I was going to be in. And to be quite honest, it wasn't the best. I had jumped from the, what is it, from the frying pan to the fire. Literally, that's what my experience was. And so, and I say that because, you know, my mom loved her son-in-law. So here I was leaving him and I wasn't giving up too much information really out of sheer embarrassment. I couldn't tell her why I was leaving, that I was being verbally abused, that he was not the man, no shade. I'm just talking about my experience 
Uh, he was not the man that, you know, she thought this image that he had uh, in front of her, the way he carried himself in front of her behind closed doors. It was a whole different experience. So anyways, as I said, I could not live there uh, for long term. And so I moved to New Jersey, very uncomfortable. Yes, it ended up well, but when I was seated in that environment, that first, you know, few months or even a year, I remember not understanding, you know, not even feeling great about being there. I remember talking to God and saying, I don't know why you brought me out here. You know, you have to go on back and listen to some of the other episodes when I share my experience about me moving into New Jersey and what it did for me. I get very detailed with that. So going back and search one of those episodes. I promise you, it will bless you. And so as I said, I didn't understand and I was upset with God and I had said some crazy things which I had to go back and apologize. But even being there, I understood backwards. It wasn't until, you know, it was maybe five, six years later that I could understand that was my pruning season. I had to come to New Jersey to find a way to gain sobriety or even, you know, start my sobriety journey. Because when I was in Brooklyn, New York, I didn't even think I needed a sobriety. And I thought sobriety was boring. I didn't even think that it existed, quite honestly, with black folks. And so it was my pruning season there. I understood backwards why I had to separate from amongst those, meaning my ex-husband, my friends, the circle that I I put myself in. I had to separate myself from amongst those individuals that literally were holding me. Uh, it was my comfort zone, so I'm definitely not blaming anybody, but it was an environment in which was pulling me down. It was not allowing me the opportunity to grow. And that can be your experience, right? You are, maybe you're in an environment and it's comfortable for you and you see it as a place of, you know, these people know me and this is where, um, you know, where I am and I just can't see myself anywhere and, and doing anything else. We have a lot of times where, you know, we self-sabotage, you know, we don't want to get uncomfortable. And because of that, we stay stuck. We stay in a place of not being able to experience that that place that you're staying in, you know, if you got up out of it, you could understand how that place is really a disservice to you. So going back to my story, as I said, here I was, you know, I got to understand years later why I had to come to New Jersey, East Orange, New Jersey, why I had to stay there. Listen, no other place would have worked. I wasn't too close to my family, but I wasn't, you know, uh, I was far enough, right? I mean, you had to take a couple of trains to get to me. And I knew that they weren't going to do that. I knew that, you know, later on, yes, I did go visit them, but immediately I just sat in a place of crying and not understanding and a bit of confusion and loneliness. But it was later on that I understood that this life could be more. It allowed me to be in a place and reflect. It allowed me to be honest with myself, to take ownership of the things that I had done. It allowed me, as I said, now in that moment, I didn't understand this, but reflecting, going back, right? Going backwards, understanding backwards. I understood that that place was the place that helped me. That was the place that I could be honest with myself and understand why the divorce had to come. What part I played in the divorce. I understood, you know, my drinking, how my drinking was really, you know, taking me 
uh, in places and environments and causing me to do dysfunctional uh, things and causing me more pain. I understood that one drink wasn't enough. I understood that one drink would cause me to pick up the phone and call somebody and my doggone phone, uh, my phone log, right? And cause me to say things that I wouldn't even remember. It was going in a, in a place, it was understanding backwards that I that I had to reflect and get a clear understanding that it didn't feel good in the time. You know, I didn't understand it. I was lonely, but it was that place that was good for me. It was the fact that I had to be there. And some of you are in places that, again, you just won't get out of. You just won't tell yourself you know, this isn't, this doesn't serve me. That can be relationships. That can be, you know, a, a different state, right? Like I was moved from Brooklyn to New Jersey, New York to New Jersey, whatever it is, it's something in your life that you won't let go of to even be able to see the benefit that can come out of it. You got to understand that it doesn't always feel good to, you know, to grow, to evolve, but we've got to play our part in it. We've got to understand that I've got to do something in order to allow something else to happen. Now, again, I'll go back to my personal stories because I've always liked to use examples. If I did not look at that ad on Craigslist and take an action to say, okay, I'm going to take this apartment because, you know, where I am, again, going back to my mom's house, I know I can't stay here. I know that, you know, there's something better. Even though the environment was not good, I knew that I had to get out of it. So my getting out of it was my action, was the step that I had to take. Even though didn't know anybody in New Jersey, had no clue what was coming on the other side, did not know. It's the action that you'll have to take to make a difference in your life. It's that first step that will catapult you into other opportunities and then you'll be able to reflect and say that was good for me i ain't like it you know i was lonely i cried a lot i didn't like it but it was that that i needed to do what is that that for you is it getting out of that toxic relationship that causes you to drink is it being with the person that doesn't support you right doesn't give you you know the 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 support that you need they don't give you the admiration right they don't give you the the encouragement that you need to be able to pull that out of you yes yeah, easy to say that we should all have it within us but sometimes listen if you're in a relationship your significant other should be able to give you some words of encouragement they should be able to you know see something inside of you but if you're in that situation and you are expecting it and it's not coming, you see it day by day, year by year, and it's not happening, then whose fault does that become? How do we stay in situations that don't add to us? Now, again, please understand me. Don't take this the wrong way because I did it. I had nothing inside of me. I have been giving, giving, giving in my past relationship. So I felt, you know, I'm giving, giving, giving. I'm going to get it eventually. It's going to come back. Guess what? It didn't come back. It didn't come back, not necessarily because the person didn't want to, but most likely because the person couldn't. They, they couldn't give what they didn't know how to give, right? 
Sometimes it's, you know, people just suck you dry. They just want all of what you can give. There's so many different variations. There's so many different ways you could, you know, explain that. But whatever the case is, if you're not getting what you need, and that can be, again, a relationship, that can be, you know, with friendship. But if you're not getting what you need in, in an environment, physically, right? If you're living in it, if you're visiting it, whatever. If you're not getting what you need, then it comes to a point for you to say, I've got to make a decision. Why? Because then when you make that decision, as hard as it can be, as uncomfortable, listen, in when you're being pushed into an uncomfortable situation, I promise you, there is where you're going to, you, you know that you're moving in the right direction. Does that make sense? You don't see it as such. You see it as this don't feel good. This is just not what my life should be. I don't know what's going to happen on the other side. You've been in it for so long that it's so comfortable, even though it hurts, you'd rather stay there. That speaks volumes to self-love. That speaks volumes to how you diminish yourself. And that speaks volumes to how you give power over to something or someone that does not deserve it. It's time to take your power back just so that you understand, I am worthy. I can do this. Sometimes you do have to fake it till you make it. You got to tell yourself, you got to keep on talking till you believe it. But most importantly, if you want to understand backwards, if you want to understand why that abuse took place, why I had to leave home early, why I had to put down the bottle, why I didn't put down the bottle after so many years. If you want to understand some of those things in your life, you're going to have to move into discomfort in order to get that revelation. And sometimes you really don't even get it yourself. Sometimes the revelation is brought to you. What do I mean by that? When I moved to New Jersey, I remember sharing the story as I've already shared it. And I remember someone else bringing the revelation to me saying that when you moved to New Jersey and you first saw your apartment, uh, it didn't look like the ad, right? And I always share this story. I've shared it numerous times. And I remember, you know, on Craigslist, the pictures were amazing, parquet floors and sunken living room. It was amazing. But when I went to see the apartment, it looked nothing like that. It was disgusting, dull, chip paint, just a mess. And the revelation was that was brought to me was that that vision of what I was seeing when I went to look at the apartment was a replication of my life. It was a mess. See, my life looked good outside, Lord knows. I dressed a certain way. I spoke a certain way. I, I mean, I was just faking the funk. I was good at hiding stuff. But when I stepped into that apartment that I was going to move into, it was looking at myself. Didn't get it. Someone else brought it to my attention. And I'm saying to you, my hope is that this episode is bringing some things to your attention. Maybe you are looking at life or a particular situation through the lenses of your eyes 
and hopefully hopefully you can look at it through the lenses of my eyes or my voice hopefully you can see that your way the way you've been carrying out your life the way you've been living it is not to the best of your ability you can do some things you can make one decision you can do something different and you can get the result that you are longing for. Be it sobriety, be it healing, be it confidence, be it all of them. You can get it, you can have it, you deserve it, but it's gonna require you to do something different. Only you know what that different is. And I hope that from this episode that Something I've said resonates with you. Now, I may not feel good. You may not even like some of the things that I've shared. But the reality is, if you want something different, you got to get to work. You got to take action. You got to leave what's comfortable and get into what's uncomfortable. Trusting and believing and knowing that something good is going to come out of it. No matter how long it takes, something good. I moved to New Jersey in 2012. I left in 2020. Now, I say that, you know, that's eight years. And for some people, you say, oh, my gosh, Connie, I, eight years. I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s. I don't have eight years. Or I'm in my late 30s or mid-30s, and I don't have eight years. Listen, that was my experience. It doesn't mean that it's going to be your experience. And to be truthful, it didn't take eight years, but it took about five years, <laughs> maybe six. It still was a long time. You got to remember that healing is a constant journey. The process is long. It's not about how long the process is. It's about enjoying the process. It's about knowing that the process is needed. So don't look at the long time span. Don't look at that. Look at, I'm getting what I need. I've, I'm getting what I've been longing for. I'm putting forth the work and I'm worth it. So I hope that something I've said in this episode has blessed your heart and your mind and that you will take action. That you will ask yourself, am I in a place where I can understand things backwards? Or am I in a place that doesn't afford me that opportunity because this place that I am in hurts me so deeply? I got to get out of it. That's a question I want you to ask yourself. Take some time, write in your journal, post down below. I, I actually have polls and questions that I ask on each episode, I've been doing that since 2020, so make sure you're going back and answer some of those questions that I ask after each episode. The question I'm asking you is, are you in a place where you can truly understand, you can reflect a safe space where you can reflect and ask yourself, am I able to understand backwards why that had to happen, why those things had to happen? If you can't answer that question, it's because you're probably still in a place that you need to relieve yourself from. You need to free yourself from that place. And it is my hope and desire and prayer that you do just that. 
Because as I said to you, I'm here to give you the tools and the strategies to help you along the way, but only you can take the action. Listen, if you do not know, we have I have started the Social Queens. I'm sorry, it's not the Social. Forgive me. It's the Queens. So it's the Sober Queens Network. Excuse me. Uh, that is a free group. Whole month of February, we are going in and we're talking and we're connecting. I'm giving encouragement and strategies for free the whole month of February. And it's just been a blast. Hopefully you can go on. It's a private group on Facebook. Go on over. If you are ready to get a deeper understanding of what resides in you and how you can get the healing that your mind needs, that your life needs, and possibly your family, starting with you, you are more than welcome to join this free community. I look forward to serving you guys each and every week. And I'm there for the whole month of February in the Silver Queens Network every single day. I come on live and I give you much needed value. And it's a community with like-minded women and we get to just talk. I pose questions. I give assignments as well. So we're going to do work. And it's not about you just looking at me. So go on over on Facebook, become a free member. And uh, I just look forward to 2020 being the most impactful year of your life and my own. I thank you. I love you. But know that God loves you far more than I ever could. You be blessed. Later.